Hello, social media family, and welcome to Hashtag Verse TV, week 159. I'm Aaron Mack, and I'm here with my good friend who will introduce himself after I share the song that is in my mind right now. And the song that is in my mind is Still by Jennifer Lopez on her album, This Is Me Then. All right. And next, who will introduce himself is our good friend, Kevin, a.k.a. Basic Complexity. Hi. Um, everybody, my, I guess, song of choice um, once again, I'm taking it way back. Um, it's actually a song by the group High Five. And the song is Never Gonna Let You Go. Oh, I love that song. Absolutely. Yeah. And lastly, Jasmine. What's up, y'all? Um, I don't know. Um, Groove is in your heart. Um, delight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. And let's get week 159, this show on the road. So, hashtag Verse TV, week 159. The first thing that we will show is. And let me tell you something else. I'm just getting started. And let me tell you something else. I'm just getting started. And let me tell you something else. I'm just getting started. And let me tell you something else. I'm just getting started. All right. So this is In My Mind, part one. At first, I was going to record the entire speech, but in that seven minutes of, uh, plus the introduction by LL Cool J. And I was like, mm, seven minutes is kind of a little long to go through all of that as far as the videos. I just said, I, I will play just that little other little clip that I found on Instagram. Also giving a, a very poignant part of her speech. All right. And now, and I'll start off by saying that I love Jennifer Lopez. I do very much. And I particularly love her album, This Is Me Then. This Is Me dot 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 then. And oh, you know what? I need to start a timer. And let me do this. Okay. I love her album, This Is Me Then, and it takes me back to my sophomore year at Howard University when I was living in the towers and my fellow bison know what I'm talking about and possibly some other people who live in DC in general. But my house also, we loved the fact that Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo, is a Leo, like my mom was a Leo. And as far as a personal experience, so that was the what I thought of first when seeing that video. But as far as a personal experience, 
I will say it, it's, I found it so interesting coming up in the dating world, the gay dating world, <laughs> that every single Puerto Rican man that I dated was all, like J-Lo was always at their top, Jennifer Lopez. And because I, I, I always ask the people I date, I'm like, so who's your number one diva? Because at, anyway, I always ask who's your number one diva before diva was a bad word. And they would always say J-Lo. And I'd be like, really, always J-Lo? And I would say, well, what about belting divas like Mariah Carey? And they'd be like, no, J-Lo. And I'd say, well, what about belting divas like Celine Dion? No, J-Lo. Well, what about the wonderful, wondrous Whitney Houston, for whom I stand? And they'd be like, she's a close second, but still, number one is J-Lo. And I'd be like, I, I, I love that. I, I totally respect that. And I love that commitment. And also, I love how in the full acceptance speech, how Jennifer Lopez said that uh, somebody from the audience said something to her in Spanish, and she just naturally responded to them in Spanish. And I'm like, yes, I know that's right, Jennifer Lopez. I, I love it. And also, I wanted to go back to her appearance on The Real and how I just felt the power when she was in The Real and it, it was making me cry and everything. Just like watching her full speech here was like making me cry because I, I love some Jennifer Lopez. Whitney Houston is my number one, but I do love some Jennifer Lopez. I, I do. And also, she is one of my, if not my favorite actress. I remember seeing the movie enough and how I actually started the audience clapping when she started overcoming the man who was abusing her. Anyway, that's my time. And next we will go to Kevin. All right. Um, with Jennifer Lopez, I do and have always liked her. Um, I'm kind of iffy on using the term icon just not quite yet um but she's extremely talented and like you Aaron I love the album this is me then yes yes <laughs> oh I'm sorry that's all Okay, cool beans and Jasmine. Being lost, but not too lost. So, uh, no, I really am sorry. Um, I like it. I like J Lo and you know, Made in Manhattan and all that. And I like her in um the video with um L Cool J. Yeah, I, I love that song too, absolutely. And that's another. This is me then. <laughs> So very cool. Yes, no, it's okay. nice. Nice. And let's go on to our next, which is... Karen freaks out over our fireworks. Hey, hey, ha, ha, ha. Stop! 
No, 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 no. I'm not convinced this woman's a Karen. <laughs> it sounds like she's auditioning for a Slipknot cover band. But these drunks can go pop fireworks in other places. She has one place where she can sleep. Hooray, pretty firework go boom. Yeah, fireworks are cool. You know what else is cool? Empathy, especially for people who have babies and stuff. And I don't give a fuck if it's 4th of July. These turds are like 70 feet from her house and they're clearly trying to antagonize her. She's not wrong to be upset. What the fuck are you filming me for? When I'm doing this, I'm wrong. I live here. See, you could never do that outside my house because you'll wake your mom up. Karen freaks out over our fireworks. Oh, right. And FYI, the previous topic video came from at J Lo and the it was referencing the long form of her acceptance speech on the 2022 um, iHeart Music Awards, which was coming from her YouTube page at Jennifer Lopez. Now this one that we just played was coming from at Ray William Johnson. And this is In My Mind Part 2, and of course we're answering the basics of what's in your mind after seeing it and how do you connect to it. And it, this was a plus question, and the plus question is, sure people can pop fireworks elsewhere, but people live there too. So the question, Aaron feels great sympathy it's great sympathy for the military veterans who have ptsd and i understand that the fireworks symbolize the bombs bursting in air but it's like what's the best way for us to handle this situation as far as making fireworks and, and making the such celebration something that we can all be happy with and not have to worry about people making videos about Karens, okay? Now. Okay, I will. <laughs> I will start off saying, for one, just my personal opinion, I would not classify her as a, like a Karen. <laughs> Um, but I do think on the flip side, like in situations like that, if someone wanted to fire off fireworks, it's like, all right, do you, but not in a residential neighborhood. Hmm. Uh, oh. That's my opinion. Okay. Cool beans. And I will say, huh. I don't know, but I, I know that where I live in Cleveland is by a park or something. And the fireworks that they set off at up. Uh, and the fireworks that they set off at varying times or various holidays can be extremely loud and people seem to love fireworks out here and sometimes the fireworks outside uh, sometimes the fireworks are even outside of the holiday just year round like fireworks just because which i connect with affectionately 
because that's also something that has been done in Baltimore. It's, it's like, but it's December 3rd. Why are we busting fireworks? You know, but I was told by somebody that in my area, huh, where I live in Cleveland, that sometimes it's firework noise and sometimes it's gun violence, you know? So it's like, oh, wow, okay. And my idea of a solution, if there's any, is that maybe they can make something that shoots into the air and produces all of the, the flare and pomp and circumstance of a firework, but doesn't have all of that noise. But I also understand part of the excitement of the fireworks is the sound of the bombs bursting in air, you know? So pe people kind of like that and get excited by that as well. So it's like, I, I say, well, maybe just enforce a curfew. And then it's like, but there is a curfew. So then it becomes an issue of, well, make sure that it's enforced. For example, where I live, there is a fireworks curfew. And honestly, they were busting those fireworks into the wee hours of the morning, 2 a.m. They were still busting fireworks. And it's like, well, you know, there, there's a uh, curfew. So why are we still busting fireworks? And you could say, well, you need to increase the police presence, but that's a slippery slope that brings us all the way back down to the whole situation of, it's not a what came first, the chicken or the egg, but it is a situation of six in one hand, half a dozen in the other, because it's like, you don't want people to be like, we need more police presence on one hand, but then on the other hand say, well, you know, we, we need to defund the police. Like that, that's such a contradiction. So you, you, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. Um, we've got to find a happy medium between the two. And that's me, Jasmine. And what's your thought on fireworks? Um, I'm like, uh, more or less like, like, like you and her in a way, like everybody on something, you know, you never a hundred percent. Of course, we all know that, but not, you know, some things depend on the thing you're going to be. Of course, it's going to be a hundred or not or half and half, but how I feel, I'm okay with it. And I get it without thinking the, the, the people who went to the army, but I'm kind of like when things that's, that's for fun, I'm kind of like on the, the scared side, like I'm in the middle, but I'm more on the scared side more than most or however many percentage of people who's like, you know, like enjoying the what do you call it? Like, like that reminds me of rides. I'm the kind of person like I get the the fun and the some stuff that's scary, not like something that's that's only that's supposed to be only like something like harmful, like something that's fun, but it's like like a dangerous type of type of fun. Not like stunts, but like rides or fireworks. I'm the kind of person I'm like I'm kind of like yeah, like. Yeah, but I'm like, no, nah, because it's too, like, it's too much uh, scary 
And then also like when I heard somebody at the circus, the hair, the hair, um, something like that. And the kid who they fell and stuff like that. And it's just kind of scary. But it's fun too. This risky. Particularly if the next day is a work day for oh. people, although I, I I I can't say that because every day is somebody's work day. Everybody is working a day of the week. Some day is at like even if you're like, well, it's a Sunday, but somebody's going to work that Sunday. That's how Seven Eleven is open on a Sunday. You know, so it's like you, you, you just have to be respectful no matter what. Anyway, that's my one minute. Oh, right. And our next topic is coming from it's in my mind part three, and it's coming from at relationship dot great. And of course, what's in your mind after hearing this? And it's a post that I'm going to read. All right. And the topic read that you break your own heart by making somebody else more important to you than you are to them. Okay. And do this. Okay. Oh, um, sorry. Um, I will say with that status, um, 
in the situation, um, I think you really shouldn't put anyone in front of you, and there are exceptions. Like, uh, if, if you have any children and they're on the younger end, then yes, and the much elderly adults. And that's what I think should go first. Okay. So the elderly adults as far as relationships? I mean, in general. Gotcha. Okay, yes, you're saying in terms of putting you first. Gotcha. Okay. So I think that I almost always, particularly romantically, do exactly what this post said not to do, and that I put the other person first, putting the the cart before the horse, if you will, I guess, always. And um, e- even though that um, analogy has nothing to do with that. But um, I love deep, I do. And even when I connected with uh, another dude who, who loves, loves deep and loves hard, it's like we didn't work out in spite of that. So it's like, well, how do you quantify if you're giving somebody too much? You know, how do you quantify that? Like, is it too many calls, too many texts? And I, I, I think about myself and how I often am the one who will schedule events with the dude that I'm seeing. And I assume that the dude is not prepared to schedule the events for us. So I'm like, I'll do it. I've got it. You know, but that's kind of just thirsty, desperate me coming out. (laughs) And um, again, me being really honest, I am talking with somebody right now. And I just told him about how I was like, you know what? I will let you plan our next outing. So we'll see how that goes. But at the end of the day, I'm 38 years old, going on 39. And as Kevin Samuel says, it's not like I I have that much time and to play around with a lot of stuff. And if I was speaking to Kevin Samuels and getting advice from Kevin Samuels, he'd probably ask me, well, why didn't you make your other relationships work? And I... Outside of physical abuse, because I always speak against that, but um, outside of that, I, I don't have much of an answer. And he, I, I saw one of his videos today mentioning how at retirement, people need about $2.4 million nowadays in today's world to mm-hmm. retire. So that's one of the benefits of having a partner as well, being able to do that together. I, I think it's so interesting, though, how you're you're expected to do this in your 20s. And in your 20s, it's like, 
you're you you feel too young to do that i i don't know and the whole gay thing complicates it even more anyway jasmine kevin samuels uh the question is about oh, okay I'll, I'll put it on the screen again how's that That's the topic. Yeah, you do do that because when you when you when you have natural uh when you uh like yeah, I I had that feeling dealing with relationship kind of like anything outside of that that makes you I guess so-called natural um in middle school I had that um I don't know what I was not really a tomboy but you know it's not really tom tomboy no I, not but I had this friend and I, I had another friend from school you know we all hang out and everybody you know in school and then um and then I liked them and stuff. And then I had got a like attachment. So, but it wasn't like a thing to where falling out and actually got together. That, that's not always a thing. But, you know, after that, you know, you smarten up and don't want to teach you anything. And you, some things, you know, you just learn on your own. You know, you don't get told in the home. But like, it's like a natural thing, you know, like you like somebody and, like that and you get a broken heart and I had a broken heart and I wind up getting another broken heart but the first one was different situation of course never saw the person again and you like it like oh my god <laughs> you never know but some people they have a long time with a certain first love some people get lucky like that but most people that's not for them they move away and find some other true love but I think that's true because if you you know, there's no, like, no uh, instructions to life. And, you know, I feel that way with a lot of things I do. You know, was just one of the things I have to experience. Because, like, some things you have to invest in that you're told, but you get, you get hurt by it. You know, like, self-dealing with taking care of yourself and helping out someone else to, to help you and stuff like that. So that's my take. All right, well said, Jasmine. And our next topic, second to last topic, is coming from hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Jasmine Houston. Kevin from Philadelphia. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV. Week 159. 